Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Before I forget, if you're a fan of the Team Success Podcast, please go on iTunes and subscribe. Or if you feel like rating us, we'd love that too. It's awesome to get your feedback. All right, let's jump in with our next extraordinary coach culture value, which is front stage, backstage. This is number five. And I've been alluding to this in some of the other conversations because I can't not. It's just such a core way of how we how we organize ourselves at Strategic Coach. So let me describe front stage, backstage, because it's kind of an interesting way of thinking about it. And I love it because teams get it probably faster than any other coach concept. So here's how we look at any organization, any company. And that is, it's much more of a theater analogy than any kind of corporate management philosophy. So if you think about really great theater, so anytime you've been to a fabulous show or a musical, they have this amazing and wonderful front stage where there's costumes and there's lighting and there's music. And it creates an incredible experience for you where you actually suspend disbelief. You go into their world and it's magical and it's entertaining and it makes you feel things. You feel for the characters and you learn and you're educated. It's just a whole other thought process that you're involved in, you know, and then the lights come up at the end. You're like, oh, wow, that was incredible. So that's the theater. Actually, that's a great theater experience. A not-so-good theater experience, if you think of it this way, is where as the lights are going down, the curtain doesn't come across properly. You see an actor run across the stage, their costume falling off. You hear a loud crash, a bang, and you see that a light has fallen and almost hurt somebody, and they have to suspend the show for a little while. And you're like, oh, I'm not feeling the magic right now. That's when all of a sudden their backstage came front stage. And often it's a very good thing we can't see some of their backstage, I'm going to use the word shenanigans, because it's probably crazy and chaotic and stressful. And you're like, if you actually were to judge the likelihood of having a great performance based on some of the backstage you've seen, you'd be like, there's no way. There's simply no way they're going to be able to put on a great show. But the cue happens curtain comes across, the lights go down, and bam, they're into their magic. And so it does happen. But sometimes the backstage is a little messy. And the point is, we don't want to see the backstage. We want to be in that space of having that experience created for us. So we actually look at our business and our clients' businesses the same way. And it's really, really powerful because it gives enormous direction as to the kind of experience we want to create for anyone who comes into contact with Strategic Coach. And I love that Dan Sullivan comes from a theater background. This is very much where a lot of his thinking comes from because he actually used to be a director. He was an actor, producer, you name it. He's had tons of experience with theatrical productions. So he's very, very clear that we use our backstage capabilities to make our front stage presentation a uniquely positive experience. I want you to remember that term, uniquely positive experience, for everyone who comes into contact with us. So this is interesting because that naturally means our clients, obviously, that's who we serve, but it also includes our clients' teams, all the suppliers who work with Strategic Coach, all of what we would call vendors or partners, because we want the companies that provide us with materials, services, products to also have a uniquely positive experience because they're part of our team. They're part of us producing that experience for our clients. So why wouldn't we also want to produce that for them? 
And it's interesting, we actually have some pretty high standards for people who are going to provide us with materials and services and products because they have to be willing to have a pretty high standard too. And we want to experience a great fun stage with them, which is really kind of fun. So it's an interesting way of looking at things because it gives enormous direction about looking at how are we organizing ourselves? Are we showing our backstage? If we do take a client for a tour, for example, around our office, we're very clear that that is now a front stage experience. It is no longer backstage. We have a lot of transparency in our company. What I like about our office, it's not that you know our front stage space is beautiful and very accommodating to adult learning, and it's spacious, and the furniture is of really good quality, and the food is fantastic, and the multimedia is great. and It's just a very conducive environment to being your best self and doing your best thinking. And then it's not as though you go through the doors to the office and all of a sudden you're into a linoleum floors and cheap, crappy desks and poor lighting, fluorescent lighting. No. <laughs> you, know, you walk to the back of our office and you see carpeting and you see nice lighting and you see furniture that's, that's all integrated and looks the same and good quality ergonomic chairs that take care of people's posture. You see good lighting. I bought a carpet for my office because I wanted to personalize it a little bit. You know, it's very, very professional looking. Yes, it's a backstage. It's not exactly the same as the front stage, but it's really nice. And our clients actually come back and work there sometimes. We have a beautiful cafe. And in Chicago, we have a bistro where we invite people in. We want people to be part of that experience. And it's nice to be in that environment. And what happens is anyone who comes to work at Strategic Coach is like, oh, this is nice. This is different than what I'm used to. Because we take such care of it and care with it to make sure that we're providing a wonderful environment for everyone who experiences strategic coach. So we have similar standards, front stage and backstage, but we also do make that distinction. Also, we want everyone treated the same way. And as Dan says, with respect and appreciation for their uniqueness as individuals. Everyone expects everyone else to contribute their best capabilities, their best efforts, and their best results to create a great front stage and a great backstage. What a phenomenal environment to be in. Now, I want to contrast that for a moment, because if you can imagine, I want to give you just go back to the analogy of front stage, backstage. I'd like to draw this on a flip chart. So if you can just imagine, draw a zigzag that goes top to bottom vertically on the page, and then draw a line down the center of that zigzag. Everything to the right of that line is the front stage, so a bunch of little sideways triangles. And that's everything that your clientele, your customers experience. And what I like to do on the left side of the line in the little sections is to draw all the little tiny arrows, and that means all the work that has to happen backstage to produce that wonderful front stage result. The proportions, I think, are like an iceberg. Was it 4% is above the water and the 96% is underneath? You know, there's a lot of work that happens. Or the other analogy is a duck, very calm on the surface and underneath they're paddling like, you know what, to get going. That's what a lot of our front stage and backstages look like. That's appropriate, but the point is still attractive. It's still welcoming. It still calls people forth to be their best, most capable selves. So that's the way to look at it. Now, I just want you to imagine moving that line a little bit. If you move that line to the far right, so it's only a tiny little tip, little arrow showing on the right-hand side where it's mostly backstage, very little front stage, that's what I would call bureaucracy. 
you want to make sure that your backstage processes are in fact still connected to your delivering your front stage results. If there's something you're doing backstage that is not useful, that is not creating value, you're doing it that way because you've always done it before. There's some companies, I don't know, we're pretty current with our technology. We're always looking for better, faster, easier, cheaper ways to do it. You know, I hear some other companies, often in different industries, usually not in strategic coach, it's as though <laughs> the internet never happened. It's as though computer technology has not happened. You're like, oh my gosh, how do these people function? And it is a wonder sometimes. Or, you know, I heard kind of a horror story about this team interaction that and actually a friend of a relative of mine had had. So this woman left this job because of how this woman was talking to her. And a colleague walked out and said, oh, I've been putting up with her stuff for 37 years. And I thought to myself, who would let this happen for 37 years? That's a company that's not changing. That's a company that's not growing. And it's got a very unhealthy backstage. So fortunately, my friend left that place of employment. But that's kind of terrifying. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, some people are kind of stuck. So that's a very bureaucratic type of organization. I tend to think of government. Some, not all areas of government, tends to fall into this. So very minimal front stage, mostly backstage. If you don't fit into their processes, too bad for you. That's kind of the mindset there. Now, the opposite of that, if you have all front stage and no backstage, otherwise known as a street performer. <laughs> so if you walk downtown Toronto, Young and Dundas, there are a number of street performers out there. Some of them are wonderful, some of them, hmm. but it's kind of fun to see how they do what they do. And you can see their backstage right there. They've got their boxes, they've got their equipment, they've got their hat to pass around for funds. That's all front stage, no backstage. Obviously, we want to be somewhere in the middle. But the point here is to always make sure that your backstage is connected to your front stage and to think about the type of uniquely positive experience you want to be creating, both for your clientele and prospects, people who will be experiencing your front stage, making sure everything is everything's really beautifully packaged and thought through and organized and looked at it from their standpoint. So as they're interacting with you, what's the process for that to happen? Is each step clear? Where is it more for your purposes? rather than for theirs and really looking to constantly reshape it. Sometimes if you want a fun exercise, especially if you park in the back of your building, actually pretend you're a client or have someone else pretend they're a client and make an appointment, come in through the front door and see how you're greeted, ask your team to treat you that way for a day and just experience it for a change from the other side because we have what's called curse of knowledge. Chip Heath and Dan Heath wrote about this in their brilliant book, Made to Stick. Highly recommend this book, by the way, if you haven't read it. They have a great formula for making information or what you want to communicate sticky. In other words, people remember it. And I'll quickly give you that formula just for fun. So this is Chip and Dan Heath called Made to Stick. So the formula is this, just as a little aside. It's success with one S. It is. It has to be simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional story. Again, simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional story. But one of the things he talks about why we don't give information out that way, or sometimes where our friend stage is not delivering what it could be, is that we have what's called curse of knowledge. And they have a great demonstration of curse of knowledge. They say, okay, imagine, play a song in your head. Don't hum it, just have it going in your head, and then tap out the rhythm on a desk. So I do this with people frequently. I will tap out a rhythm. I'm actually going to do it with you right now. See how this works. Here it goes. Okay, that's the first couple bars. 
Do you have any clue as to what I was doing? Probably not. Guess what song it is? Happy birthday. <laughs> so that's Curse of Knowledge. When I hear it and I'm doing that rhythm to the song in my head, I'm like, how can someone possibly not understand that that's the rhythm to Happy Birthday? No, it's only clear to me. It's clear as bud to you. And that's the point. We have Curse of Knowledge, what is so obvious and so clear for us. I was trying to describe Colby the other day, which is a brilliant psychometric profile that measures your strengths. And I thought I was simplifying it down to the most clearly communicated way ever. And he goes, no, I still don't really understand. I'm like, oh, dear, I still have some work to do <laughs> interpreting as Colby. But it was kind of a good lesson in humility. It's like, okay, Shannon, you've not got all of this figured out yet. But it's really, again, you know, especially if you've been listening to this podcast series, you know, number three was all about DOS, dangers, opportunities, and strengths. You will deliver a brilliant front stage when you are 100% oriented to what other people's dangers, opportunities, and strengths are. And that will help you get out of your curse of knowledge to tie all that together. So when you take a look at your business, front stage and backstage, and we have a little exercise called an audit. You simply go through and say, what's working, what's not? It's very, very powerful. And I would highly recommend if you're a business owner listening to this, to take this back to your team and just share this idea. It's okay, what are we doing really well on our front stage? What do clients and prospects really love about working with us? What do our vendors appreciate, our partners? And then what don't they love? What do they constantly call us about? Where are they confused? Where do they get stuck? Where do they get bogged down? Where's the progress stop? What do people complain about? List that and then figure out one or two or three strategies of things you can do. And then do the same thing backstage. Say, okay, well, what are we doing really, really well in terms of our processes and our systems for delivering this really great front stage result? And then what could be better? Where do we get bogged down? Where do we get stuck? Where do we get frustrated? What's annoying? And some of those things you'll be able to change and some of them you will not. If you're in certain types of industries and you are dependent upon much larger companies for some of what you provide, then you're working with your bureaucracy and I guarantee you are intimately familiar with the challenges of doing that. I feel your pain. At the same time, focus on what you can change, not what you can't. Don't waste mental or emotional energy on things that you cannot impact. You can simply be very clear on what your dangers, opportunities, and strengths are. But where can you make a difference? Is it a change in person? Is it a change in strategy? Is it a change in mindset? Is it a change in process? How can you utilize technology to make things better? How can you put a unique ability in place to make it better? I guarantee there are lots of things you can do. Even if you're a relatively new company... I'm going to say four years old, there will be things that you are doing today that you had to do when you started that are no longer relevant. You always want to be reinventing yourself. You know, really focus on constant improvement and innovation because it'll make sure that your front stage is current and practical and attractive and always creating that uniquely positive experience. So it's a very, very fun and powerful and useful conversation to have with everybody. And if you're a team member listening, please take it back to your team. <laughs> They'll love it. Everyone gets this super fast. And for me, it's just a phenomenal way to actually create a really powerful culture based on the core value of presenting a uniquely positive experience, both front and backstage. I hope you've enjoyed this presentation. If you have any questions, comments, queries, I would love to hear them. Let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. Thank you very much for listening. Please go on and make any comments, make any suggestions. Would love to hear them. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, here's to your team success. 
Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes. And we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more team success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com. Oh, 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 o